Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by the Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theater, and this is Season 3, Episode 3, for our production of Popcorn Falls. This show is the second production of the 2021-2022 regular season, and it's the only show this season that we hadn't planned to do pre-COVID schedule changes. And of course, we need to update on our COVID procedures. As of this recording, we are requiring masks for all audience members. We are closely tracking area numbers and evaluate this policy every Friday for the following week. In Act 2 of this episode, we are joined by the entire cast of Popcorn Falls. Yes, both of them, Tyler Rini and Brandon Clark. They talk about what makes the show fun for them as performers and the challenges of being two actors playing 20 characters. But first, Act 1. The town of Popcorn Falls never really had much going for it. Their only claim to fame is their namesake waterfall that George Washington once had a picnic at during the Revolutionary War. But the falls have stopped flowing when the evil county administrator builds a dam upriver. Now the town is broke, and the residents of this small New England town must do whatever it takes to keep from being turned into a sewage treatment plant. And in this case, that means doing the most unspeakable of things, putting on a play. But here's the twist. The entire town is played by just two actors. Stylistically, this show is similar to scripts like The 39 Steps and any of those abridged shows, you know, The Complete Works of Shakespeare abridged, Completely Hollywood abridged, and so on. It's fast-paced comedy and actors playing multiple roles, sometimes even having an entire conversation with themselves. Now, to be clear, if you haven't figured it out already, the show is just flat-out funny. The quick character changes, the wacky situations, and yes, since it's a farce, there are some fast entrances and door slams that makes this one of those shows that you can just sit back and have a good time watching. But unlike some other shows in this general style, this script at its core actually has a heart. It's about a small town coming together and using the power of art and community to save themselves. Even with just two actors, there are some wonderful moments about how theater can transform even the most jaded personalities. The show also offers an interesting commentary on small-town life. We lean into that idea of a small town struggling with its infrastructure with the set design. The entire show takes place in the town hall. It's a multi-purpose space, part auditorium, part city council chamber, part conference room, part office... Like so many small communities, this town hasn't been able to do much in the way of upgrades, and we've had fun embracing a late 1970s look to the set, even though the show is actually set today, uh, complete with worn and missing floor tiles and some truly ugly faux wood paneling. In fact, one of the inspirations for the set design was the old city council chambers here in Beatrice in the Beatrice City Auditorium. Uh, By the way, just so you know, the room in the city auditorium no longer looks like that. Popcorn Falls had its world premiere in January of 2017, and then it premiered off-Broadway in 2018. This is the first time CP has produced the show, and the show has 
only been made available for licensing about a year ago, so we are one of the first theaters to produce it. I expect, though, you'll see many more productions of it popping up, no pun intended, as community theaters around the country discover this charming comedy. Our production runs approximately 90 minutes, and there is no intermission. The show is rated a 2 on our production rating scale. That means it is for a broad audience, or the equivalent of a PG-rated movie. I'm the show's director, and Stacy Giddison is the stage manager. That brings down the curtain for Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. All right, well, joining me now um, are the entire cast. We have fit them into one room, um, all actors involved with the show of Popcorn Falls. We've got with us uh, Brandon Clark, a first-time uh, Places Please uh, podcast guest, I oh, believe. yeah. I've been referenced, but I don't think I've actually ever yes, been on it. Yes, yes. You've, and you've worked hard on the podcast yeah. uh, over the last three seasons, but this is your first time actually appearing on, on air, as it were. And um, also um, joining us once again, like a bad penny that keeps coming back, uh, is the most frequent podcast. <laughs> guest Tyler Rini. Tyler yeah. we've got the rookie and the old veteran yep <laughs> so I'm looking up to you Tyler <laughs> oh help us both here uh, <laughs> I'm just the tallest here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right well guys thank you so much for uh joining us on this episode of the podcast I'm contractually obligated yeah <laughs> I'm just here Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, when to start off, you know, Popcorn Falls is uh, it's such a, a fun and, and really unique show. I'm going to ask each of you guys um, what uh, from your points of view, what makes this show so fun? For me, it's well, this show has so many different characters. And like you said, we have the entire cast here. It's me and Tyler. So a lot of the fun for me is getting to play all these different characters and getting to switch to different characters on the drop of a hat, sometimes literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is literally a drop of a hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just being able to make those shifts and there's a lot of funny moments with being able to like, switch between those characters, but then there's just some characters that are just like have very good uh, like intentions and honest conversations with each other. I think it's just that you get to do so much with so little, <laughs> not only with just <laughs> so few actors with just the two of us, um, but the, with the way that Jamie has staged the show with just the a table and chairs and a chalkboard and a couple other things. Uh, the show really lends itself well to that, that you get to create all of these different locations, all these different characters and uh, keep the show so fast paced at just 90 minutes, but it is sprinting along for those full 90 minutes. So I think that is what is both very challenging about the show, but is also super fun as an actor. And I think for an audience too mm -hmm. to experience. Yeah, uh, so you, you guys talk about all the characters that you that you play in the show, and, and earlier on we kind of said that there's, oh, all, all these characters. And uh, so is there a particular character that you guys both play uh, that really stands out as maybe it's your, you, you know, it's like asking a parent who their favorite child is. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, is is there a character that's maybe your favorite to step into during during the show? I'm not above picking favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily a uh, specific character for me but i love there's two characters i play uh floyd and mrs step and i like those characters but i love their interactions with each other because those are two those are two characters where i have conversations with myself but just the their chemistry and kind of uh their any scenes where they're going back and forth kind of like 
poking jabs at each other. It's just a fun scene, and so I always enjoy getting to play those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, those those are really fun moments to watch too, as they <laughs> as they argue and flirt with each other. Yep, <laughs> uh, it's 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 what I think happens in your head on a daily basis, just uh, normally. Oh yeah, none of it's in the script. That's yeah, just no. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, this is what happened at my house today. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tyler, um, my easy answer is Mayor Trundle. That's who I spay I spend most of the show as that he is the person that is really trying the the driving force of getting this town, uh, saving this town from. It becoming a sewage treatment plant uh, by putting on this show that you uh, that you're about to see. So I I think he has a lot of depth to and he has some history that he used to be a mayor of a much larger town and you kind of wonder what he's doing in this small rundown uh, town and he has such interesting relationships with all of the characters that Brandon plays. Uh, he mentioned Floyd and Mrs. Step that he has this weird relationship with Floyd that <laughs> Floyd really blames him for uh, his the downfall of his business and uh trundle mayor trundle kind of rolls his eyes at that and you really get to see all of those um relationships established even in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the show as uh, trundle's trying to get this meeting started and brandon keeps coming in as all these different uh citizens of the town and not only do you get to see all these different um great characters and the different ways that brandon plays them but you get to see immediately in the script how they like Trundle and how Trundle interacts with them. So that is really fun for me, even though I'm not changing characters as much as Brandon, I'm changing relationships throughout the entire show. So that's really fun for me as an actor to get to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've both done shows before where we played multiple characters before, but one thing in this show that I haven't seen in other like actors playing multiple roles type of shows is there are a couple moments where we play each other's characters. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just a fun thing to go off of because uh, uh, one of the characters I play, the waitress, uh, she mostly talks with uh, Trundle, but there's this one moment where she has a history with Joe, which is kind of like my main character, my base character. Uh, so you end up playing uh, the waitress for that scene, and we get to see kind of that interaction. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting, kind of seeing like having my take on uh, on her, but and then you playing off of that. Yeah, and especially since you kind of quote-unquote, originate that character. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as my performance is that one, I really took the cues from, okay, how does Brandon play this character? I need to go off of that, and I I don't want to change that up any because, one, for me, it needs to be true to the character, and, two, the audience needs to recognize that it is the same character Mm -hmm. because that is, I know, I'm sure you're more aware of this than us, Jamie, because you're the one watching the show, yeah. <laughs> that that is so important to this show that not only it's entertaining and fun and has a good heart, but that it doesn't get confusing uh, what uh, what characters we're playing. Yeah, that's one of the things that we've, that we've been working on in the rehearsal process is to make sure that every time there's a character change, you instantly know who the character is. Um, and you guys are both doing a really nice job of really establishing that just by sometimes literally turning around um, or as somebody walks, as one of you walks in front of the other one, you change your physicalities um, and we know instantly, okay, new character and it's a different character. And you both also, like you said, you do a nice job of kind of handing off um, some of the characters uh, and so that we do know that it's Becky mm-hmm. when no matter which one of you is playing Becky. Um, and so that's uh, that's a credit to you guys um, in, in embracing just the style of this show. Uh, and which kind of leads into um, my next question for you guys is how does this kind of script and show compare to other shows that both of you guys have done? 
Um, well, thankfully for me, uh, and even Brandon too, I've had a fair amount of experience doing these, uh, small cast shows with multiple characters, uh, with the last show I was in being the 39 steps where in that one, I did play the one kind of straight man in that show, which who I'm kind of playing in this one too, but, uh, also being involved in completely Hollywood abridged and every Christmas story ever told. And then some before that, that these shows always excite me, not just because of the opportunity to play these different characters and have these different voices, but also just, uh, honestly, just kind of the pressure and the challenge of being like, all right, it's down to me and it's down to my castmates and we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. Um, that for me to get excited, excited about acting in a show especially because i'm already so involved at the theater through my job and you work there (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) oh that's that's who's in that other office (laughs) yeah anytime you'd want to start paying me that'd be great (laughs) Uh, but uh no just with so much time that i i spend you know painting sets and directing shows and everything that to put in to willingly go spend more time there. I'm like, it really has to be a challenge for me that I want it to be a challenge and I want it to be fun. And this show has certainly been both of those things. (laughs) Uh, So like Tyler, I've done uh, plenty other shows. I shouldn't say plenty. That sounds (laughs) egotistical. Uh, (laughs) I've done other shows where I had to play multiple characters and kind of this kind of uh, similar play style of uh, the last show I was in uh, shipwreck. I played multiple characters, but wasn't, like as much wasn't really a farce. Uh, like this is uh, Lucky Stiff, which was a musical uh, type of multiple characters. Uh, but this show, we don't get a break. Like it's going to be, uh, we're shooting for 90 minutes and there's no intermission. It's straight through just me and Tyler going off each other. Uh, and there's just a few times where I'm having a conversation with myself as one character. You have to know this show just off of muscle memory. Mm. And so where. A lot of other shows, like, you get backstage and can flip through your script, like, okay, that's coming next. I'll just, like, go over that real quick. Whereas this show, it's really, I'm spending a lot more time, like, we spend uh, time outside of rehearsals going over lines and stuff anyways. But this show, more than most, like, if I have downtime at work, I'm just trying to run lines in my head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just because you have to instinctively know it, because it is so fast-paced. It's like, one scene ends, there's what, 10 seconds of music for Tyler and I both didn't do the scene change. So we have to immediately know what scene is coming next and have zero hesitation. But kind of along with what Brandon was saying about just that nonstop pace and being like, oh no, what's next is for me personally, when I lose track, when I, I can guarantee for an audience that you are going to stay in this show because we have to stay in this show. Mm -hmm. If we stop thinking about the story, if we stop thinking about the characters, that's when it all goes out the window. So, of course, over the rehearsal process and by the time this show opens, we're going to be dialed in onto this, this story and these characters that... That's when I remember what's coming next. That's when I know what's coming next. That's when I know how this show works. So I, I think that's something that's really important that it, it you maintain that story in the characters. Well, and one of the things that uh, takes the show really to the next level is the fact that you are your base characters, and and those are the characters you really 
are. Yeah. You know, know, Tyler, you're Mayor Trundle. Um, uh, Brandon, you're Joe, the executive custodian. Executive custodian, (laughs) yes. Um, And it's those people playing the other characters. Yeah. So there is this very meta element to it um, that as you guys are making the show up as you're going along Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and we see the actor, the characters that you're playing thinking about what comes next and who they're going to play f- that they know in the town and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So that it just adds another really fun layer uh, to the show that a lot of these kind of shows don't have that they're just out there for the joke, 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 joke. Um, and then we get to see the, the characters thinking their way and solving their way through this situation. Well, and there's even some bits that I'm not, can't remember even at this point, I can't remember doing the script or if we added them, but just some bits where it's like Joe and Trundle, kind of messing with each other on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily like me and Tyler messing with each other, but those characters, it's hard to describe without actually like showing you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, no, and I think that's that's what will make the show fun on even another level. So uh, to, to pivot a little bit here, uh, full disclosure, we are not recording uh, in the glamorous and fabulous CP recording studios, <laughs> a.k.a. my office. No, we are uh, in Brandon's house yep. <laughs> um, because uh, Brandon and Tyler, uh, in addition to working with each other at Community Players in various capacities, um, the two of you uh, have your own podcast. Um, and why don't you, we're giving you a free opportunity here to play. <laughs> plug your podcast on ours. So uh, talk about uh, what you guys do together. Uh, yeah, so the podcast we have is called Film Foil. It's a high contrast podcast with one movie buff and one movie not enough. So <laughs> anyone that knows me knows I don't really know a lot about movies. In fact, I quote a lot of the quotes I get from movies. I've never seen those movies. <laughs> uh, Tyler went to school for film and media and loves watching movies from every decade, every genre, literally everything. So Tyler put together a list of 100 movies from the past 100 years. Uh, and every uh, every two weeks, uh, we pull a movie out of the hat. I try to guess what that movie is about by doing a Google image search. And then we go off and watch it. And we come back the next episode and discuss it. Yeah, and we're actually about wrapping up those first 100 movies. So we yep. have quite the backlog of uh, movies that people can check out. Uh, all kinds of different films from Raging Bull to the last picture show to what else have we talked about? Lord of the Rings. We've talked yeah, about I've Jamie only, was a guest when we talked about Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my favorite one was actually the, f- my favorite movie that we've watched so far is actually the, the first one we did. It's been it was, all downhill since then. <laughs> <laughs> it's been all different Hills, uh, but no, Mr. Hulu's holiday, which is a, uh, a French film I never would have watched without this podcast, and it's hilarious. I love it, and I've seen uh, other movies by that same director. Uh, Jacques Tati. Jacques Tati. In fact, I was a guest on another podcast where I was talking about Jacques Tati. <laughs> uh, so it's just it's a great introduction for new movies you never thought you would enjoy. Uh, but you guys have been doing this that uh, podcast for a while now, haven't you? Season one will be four years. <laughs> so yeah, four years you've been doing that podcast. Yeah, we worked it out. It's like, oh, I have, it's like Tyler, ha- it's like we're going to be recording, uh, releasing an episode like every other week. Uh, we have a list of 100. For April Fool's, we do a, spe- a special April Fool's episode where I pick a movie that Tyler hasn't seen. And it's usually just something like stupid and funny. Uh, <laughs> and we're like, oh, that'll per- work out because then it'll be uh, like, one year will be actually will be exactly a quarter of it. And then we realized 
that means one season is going to be four years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, that also has kind of helped us uh, a bit uh, with as we are recording here in your studio, in your kitchen. Uh, it has helped uh, community players uh, as as Brandon, you have loaned us some some equipment and also your expertise with uh, audio stuff. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. So I'm um, coming back to the reason that you tuned into the podcast um, besides <laughs> for that commercial. Oh, where can people find Film Foil? Uh, on any podcast app. Uh, if you want to kind of check out for yourself before you before you decide to describe on a podcast player, which I don't know why I'd go through all that trouble. Uh, but you can find us at uh, filmfoilpodcast.com. We also have a merch page with a lot of uh, designs based off of the movies that we've uh, talked about that Tyler has actually created where you can get on shirts, mugs, uh, but Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, and really any podcast player, you should be able to find it. And if not, shoot us a message at mailbag at filmfoilpodcast.com and I will make sure we get it on that podcast player. <laughs> All right. Um, and do you guys have, you have a Twitter, is that right? Or, or a Facebook? Both. Yeah. Yep, both. Both. yeah. Uh, what's the Twitter? Is it just film foil? Film foil podcast. Film foil podcast. Yeah. I just know that you're, you have a, a dedicated meme fan who, <laughs> who cranks out content for your social media. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Ashley Thanks, is Ashley. our meme queen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pivoting back to uh, popcorn falls, um, as we kind of wrap up here, what do you guys hope audiences come away from the show feeling or, or thinking, or, you know, what is your hope that audiences uh, have at this performance? Busted gut. we've been talking about how complicated this show is but i think at its heart it's the exact opposite of that that it is technically complicated for us to get it up and going but it's also just a very simple story about uh, relationships and about how art can help a community and help a person even uh so i think that's how i hopefully people come away with that not only that it is a really fun and funny show but that it has a great heart to it and uh, it's a very art positive show too yeah it's about this small it's basically this small town trying to do the impossible to save their town by putting on a play and that's it's that simple yeah and yeah it's complicated for like tyler said it's logistically complicated for us because the characters and the set changes but for as the story goes it's straightforward it's funny it has a lot of moving moments and a lot honestly a lot of like inspirational moments that from characters you want to expect yeah it's it's complicated and difficult for us so it can be easy and enjoyable for an audience um so as we wrap up anything else you guys want to add I don't know. I think we talked enough. <laughs> yeah, we have. We've gone. We've gone a little long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Thank you both for uh, joining us on the podcast, Brandon. Thank you for all that you've done to help Places Please podcast uh, and make that happen. And Tyler, thank you. Uh, your Do you have your your punch card? I do. Thank okay, you. Well, I get a free sandwich. After yeah, this you one. do get a free sub after this one. Um, uh, and uh, we'll see you guys at rehearsal tonight. I'll see you at uh, at work in a little bit. And just to clarify earlier, we do pay Tyler. <laughs> he, he said we use our pay. We do pay him. <laughs> he does get a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't uh, perpetuate that rumor. I still have to tell people, no, that's what I do for it. No, that's my job. No, I, that's what I do for my only job. It's yeah. my job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, guys. And we'll see you uh, at rehearsal. Bye-bye. Bye. It's time for the curtain call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theater in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Popcorn Falls runs two weeks, October 15th through the 17th and the 22nd through the 24th. 
Tickets are available by calling the box office or visiting our website. There will not be a streaming option for this production. Up next on the CP stage in November is the fall acting up production of Forest Paths. I'm Jamie Ulmer. This has been Places Please, and we'll see you at the theater. Curtain in. House lights up. Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes. <laughs> <laughs>